0: translation of surah al-isra verse 1 glory to allah who took his servant for a journey by night from the sacred mosque to the furthest mosque whose precincts we blessed in order that we might show him some of our signs for he is the one who heareth and seeth all things
1: from the sacred house to jerusalem And Mi'raj, an experience
0: and journey from which we have been granted salah, the most intimate form of communicating with Almighty Allah. The Voice of the Cape, Rajab
1: 1436. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome once again to the Voice of the Cape 91.3. Our time exactly on our screen, as I said, it's 1136. Just have to synchronize our times together there. So we're gonna be starting off our program once again. We do have our honorable guests, our beloved Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriels with us once again today in studio. So we'll be focusing on, as per usual, she focus on some adhkar for us, uh, importance of dhikr and some adhkar she shares with us as per usual. And then thereafter, we take a look at your marriages as well. So welcome our guests. Remember, if you want to download these, go to IONO, go to the website of The Voice of the Cape, and that's where you can download all these programs, our spiritual programs, and uh, tell your families abroad as well they may uh, log on to the website of the Voice of the Cape, and that's where they can audio stream these programs live as you and I are hearing and listening to it currently. So inform them that they can also still benefit and listen to our ulama here in the Cape. Alhamdulillah. Sheikh As-Salaamu'alaikum. Wa alaykum wa salamualaikum Maulana as-salamu'alaikum. Alhamdulillah, Sheikh. Uh, how is Sheikh this Alhamdulillah. Morning?
0: Alhamdulillah. al-hamdulillah.
1: al-hamdulillah. Sheikh, what can we expect for today, inshallah?
0: Inshallah, we start with the... Uh, Dua the dhikr and later on uh, negotiating pathways to a successful marriage Inshallah.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm sure our listeners cannot wait for, for our program to commence. So I think we can go on, sheikh uh, We will go up until about uh, one minute to 12, 12 and that's when so we will take the news. So inshallah. alhamdulillah we have a, a stretch. Shukran. Bismillah ar
0: rahim In the name of Allah, most gracious, most merciful, alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. All praise and thanks are due to Allah. Lord of the worlds and Creator of each and every living being, Wassalamu ala Sayyidina wa Habibina Muhammadin sallallahu alaihi and may the peace and salutations of Allah be on our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. My beloved mothers and fathers, and beloved sisters and brothers, and beloved and honourable youth and children, and beloved uh, listeners of the voice of a Cape. I greet you with the universal greetings of love, peace, respect, honour. Tolerance, understanding and mercy Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh My dear mothers and fathers and sisters and brothers It is once again an honor And a privilege for me to be with you in your homes In your rooms, in your kitchens In your motor vehicles, in your trucks Or wherever you are here in South Africa Or far away from South Africa But please remember that you are very close to our hearts And very close to the voice of the cape. In the first segment of our program today, again, we are going to concentrate on duas and different and different forms of dhikr. And I just want to remind you that Allah has created us to worship Allah, to make ibadah. And the Nabi Muhammad says, Ad-du'a huwa the actual worship, the actual ibadah is your dua. To speak to Allah, Allahu Akbar. Isn't it so important? So it is vitally important that we learn a lot of du'as and make a lot of du'a. We must make use of every day and every moment to make du'a. And another hadith the Nabi Muhammad says about the importance of dhikr, remembrance of Allah. bi khayri أَعْمَالِكُمْ Shouldn't I inform you of your best of all deeds that you can do while you are in this world, subhanallah. Imagine Rasulullah is asking us, shouldn't I inform you of the best that you can do while you are in this world? And it is the most purified by Allah. And it will be the reason and the cause that you will be raised the highest darajat in the Jannah, in the Akhirah. And it's even better spending your gold and your silver. In the path of Allah, it's even better meeting your enemy on the battlefield. And the Sahaba said, Please tell us, Ya Rasulullah. And the Nabi Muhammad said, The remembrance of Allah. So these are two major important parts of our life to make dua and to remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I just want to revise quickly what we've done so far, or some of the du'as that we've and the dhikr we have done so far. I just want to remind you of this important du'a and to call unto Allah by saying, Ya Allah, Ya Hayyu, Ya Qayyum, Ya Allah, Ya Hayyu, Ya Qayyum. Like uh, we had our great scholar from Yemen, Habib Umar, here in Cape Town, and he, and he, he, was, he was saying, do we realize, to, to who we be calling out to be saying, Ya Allah, Ya Allah, Ya Allah, do we realize? Allahu Akbar. So uh, as we've done before, uh, of the 99 names of Allah The ulama say The closest that they can come That uh, it is the, the, the one name Of the ninety names, If you call unto Allah By that particular name Allah will respond to you Immediately Allahu Akbar And the closest is Ya Allah Ya Hayyu Ya Qayyum, Ya Allah Ya Hayyu Ya bi Birahmatika Nastaghith Through Thou mercy Ya Allah Met o we are asking help. Allahu Akbar. <speaking in> Bi <Hebrew> My dear listeners, please, this is a dua that you must make every day. And every day when you make salah, in your sujood you say, Ya Allah, Ya hayyu Ya qayyum Bi rahmatika, For anything you help need for anything you need help from Allah, you make this dua. Allah will help. Ya Allah, Ya Hayyu, Ya Qayyum, Birrahmatika Nastagheeth. Ya Allah, Ya Hayyu, Ya Qayyum, Birrahmatika Nastagheeth. This is the dua for mothers to make for your children, for yourself, for fathers, for grandmothers, for grandfathers, for young children uh, at school, at university, for anything. Ya Allah, Ya Hayyu, Ya Qayyum, Birrahmatika Nastagheeth. Ya Allah, Yahyu, Ya Kayum, ya Birahmati ka Nistaheed. It all it almost reminds us of what we read in the in the Surah Al-Fatiha. Oh Allah, for thee alone do we worship. Wa iyyah ka nasta'in. And for thee alone we ask for help. Nastain. And the word nasta'in and nastaheed is the same meaning. And here we say, Ya Allah, Yahyu, Ya Kayum. بِرَحْمَتِكَ نَسْتَغِيثِ يَا اللَّهُ يَا حَيُّ يَا قيوم, بِرَحْمَتِكَ نَسْتَغِيثِ Jamaat Muslimin, we have been given all the all the best of, of, of weapons to, to, to protect us and help us in this world. We must make just make use of it. Listen to the next one. The dua of Nabi Yunus. And Allah mentioned this dhikr in the Quran. La ilaha illa anta. سُبْحَانَكَ inni allah says and remember the noon uh, the 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 the, 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 sahib, uh, the person of the fish of the whale referring to Nabi yunus when he was in difficulty he called unto us allah says he called unto us and he said la ilaha illa anta and he spoke directly to allah if we say la ilaha illallah we say there's no one no one has got the right to be worshipped except Allah. But this <coughs> one you speaking directly to Allah. La ilaha illa anta. There is no no one has got the right to be worshipped except you, Ya Allah. Subhanaka. How great and how amazing and how gl- glory to be you, Ya Allah. Inni kuntu مِنَ الظَّالِمِينَ Inni kuntu مِنَ الظَّالِمِينَ Inni kuntu مِنَ الظَّالِمِينَ I definitely was of the wrongdoers. I definitely of the wrongdoers Allah just love it when Allah's servants admit when they admit their wrongdoings it's a it's a good character it's a good sign and 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 by not admitting your faults it's it's a bit of arrogance so Allah just love people to admit that they, they are weak and they are uh, they doing mistakes and and what whatever and Allah says and Allah makes it a vital point in the Qur'an. وَكَذَلِكَ نُنْجِلْ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ And likewise, when the believers, when they are in difficulty, as Yunus, Nabi Yunus was in difficulty, and he needed help. When the Mu'minin, when the believers are in difficulty, and they call unto Allah with these words, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will help you in the same way that Allah has helped Nabi Yunus alayhi salam. Allahu Akbar. So Jamaat this must be part of our daily dhikr la ilaha illa anta subhanaka inni kuntu al la ilaha illa anta subhanaka inni. any person with any problems and with difficulties please advise him even if it is your children even if it is your daughters or your wife that are, that that are, uh pregnant at as long as she is pregnant until the time of birth she must continuously say la ilaha illa anta Subhanaka she can go into the uh what they call Mulana the labor mm-hmm. labor ward in the
1: labor yes
0: they can go in the labor mm-hmm. ward with confidence with confidence wa mu'minun she can put the trust in Allah, Allah will be with her and Allah will help her. What 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 then is the meaning of when Allah says, Wa Allah let the believers put their trust in Allah. So if Allah says in the Quran, if you are in help you need if you are in need of help and you ask allah through the words that nabi yunus said allah says we will help you then you can go into that labor with confidence that allah will be with me there will be pains as allah says difficult to give birth but you don't need to worry allah will be with you allahu akbar and allah will help you allahu akbar must mean another Important dhikr that we've heard so many times is this a reminder. Um, all of us, we need reminders. The Nabi Muhammad says there are two words that are very easy on the tongue. Very, very easy to say it. And, and, and it will weigh heavily in your favor the day of Qiyamah. And Allah just love it. Subhanallah, bihamdihi, subhanallah al-azim. Subhanallah, bihamdihi, subhanallah al-azim. My dear listeners, It is time to put all these ahadith into practice. That is the beauty of of the information. That is the beauty of knowledge when we put it into practice. What's the use? We know the hadith, but we don't put it into practice. It's of no use. So please put it into practice. Make sure that at least every day you say 20 times or 30 times or 50 times or 100 times. Subhanallah. اللهم وبحمده سبحان الله لا الله سبحان الله وبحمده سبحان الله الله وبحمده سبحان الله my dear beloved listeners, I just want to remind you and take you to one part of this hadith where the Rasulullah says, it's going to weigh heavily on your scale the day of Qiyamah. Allah says in the Quran, haq," and, and the scales, in other words, the weighing of your deeds on the scales, that day, the day of Qiyamah, it is the truth. It is a fact. It's going to happen. And those people who, whose uh, scales are going, going to weigh heavily because of all the good deeds, they are going to be the successful ones. Listen to what Allah says here. And those whose scales are not going to weigh so heavily. They are going to be the losers because of what they have done. I think the importance of this ayah, and, and we must read the Quran ayah correctly. Why did Allah, why did Allah send this ayah? Allah wants us to realize that it, it is going to happen. You know, in matrik if you have less than 33% or less than 30%, then you fail. You didn't make it. So in the day of Qiyamah, if you come as a Muslim and you haven't done enough, you're going to fail. So is that mean? Make use of every day insha'Allah. Make make sure, organize yourself that after every waqt you don't stand up unless you've said 10 times or 20 times, Subhanallah bihamdihi, Subhanallah al-Azim, Subhanallah bihamdihi, Subhanallah al And if you're busy and if you've missed out, before you're going to sleep, you don't forget to say either 20 times or 30 times or 50 times. And as I advise our beloved listeners in the past, many of you and and don't oschat no olat kia slafal because uh, we are so busy and we are so tired. Rather sit up or walk up in the house and say a uh, fifty times or seventy times or hundred times Subhanallah hamdi Subhanallah azim And please don't forget also your hundred times salawat on our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam was mean today we want to remind you that our beloved Nabi Ali said to us that if you say seven times in the morning and listen carefully and seven times at night, Hazbi Allah, Hazbi Allah, Allah is enough, Allah is sufficient for me, Allahu Akbar. La ilaha illahu. La ilaha illahu. No one has got the right. This is the, the, the greatest dhikr after the Quran. La ilaha illallah. Yes, we say hasbi Allah. La ilaha illallah huwa. Alayhi tawakkaltu. On him, on Allah. I put my trust. I put my trust. Wa huwa rabbul arshil azim. And Allah is the owner of the great, great throne of Allah. The arsh of Allah. Hasbi Allah. La ilaha <laughs> Look at the result, my dear listeners. We, we can't miss out. As we uh, have breakfast and lunch and supper every day and we make sure that we have our breakfast and lunch supper, we must make sure that this is going to be part of our lives. Seven times in the morning and seven times in the evening. Allah, <laughs> La Ilaha Illahu, Look at the result. Our beloved Nabi Muhammad says, that Allah will remove all your worries and all your concerns. Whatever worry you have, whatever concern you have, Allah will remove it with the power of these words. Allah La ilaha illahu, Jamaat Muslim, let me just remind you that these words are in the Qur'an. Allah says at the end of Surah tawbah حَزْبِيَ اللَّهُ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا هُوْ عَلَيْهِ Imagine you are saying the words of Allah. This is the, the best dhikr that are that, uh, in the Quran. حَزْبِيَ اللَّهُ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا رَبُّ اللَّهُ My beloved mothers and fathers and beloved grandmothers and grandfathers that are listening. You must make sure that you you do it and you must make sure that your children and your grandchildren also do it. Just imagine you raise your children and you remind them to say every morning and every evening, Allah will make your life so wonderful and so happy without problems Allah will remove all your worries all your concerns all your problems because of the barakah and the power of these words i repeat myself because of the barakah and the power of these words hasbi allahu la ilaha illahu alayhi tawakkaltu wa huwa rabbul arshil azim hasbi allahu la ilaha illahu alayhi tawakkaltu wa huwa rabbul azim so, what Muslim and today also, we want to learn a very, very simple, a very special and a very easy du'a, and that is to say, رَبَّنَا غَفِير لَنَا وَلِوَالِدِينَا رَبَّنَا غَفِير لَنَا oh Allah forgive us, وَلِوَالِدِينَا وَلِجَمِيعِ الْمُسْلِمِينَ وَالْمُسْلِمَاتِ Muslimina الْمُسْلِمِينَ Muslimat. My dear listeners, it is so important that you learn this dua and make this dua every day. That you make dua for yourself, your parents, and for all the Muslimin. Allahu Akbar. All the Muslimin. Imagine you make dua for 1.7 billion Muslims all over the world. Allahu Akbar. لَنَا ولجميع الْمُسْلِمِينَ وَالْمُسْلِمَاتِ يَا رَبَّ الْعَالَمِينَ رَبَّ نَغْفِرْ لَنَا وَلِوَالِدِيْنَ ولجميع الْمُسْلِمِينَ وَالْمُسْلِمَاتِ So again, رَبَّ نَغْفِرْ لَنَا رَبَّ نَغْفِرْ لَنَا Oh Allah, forgive us. وَلِوَالِدِيْنَ And our parents. Allah Akbar. Imagine you make dua for your parents every day. The Nabi Muhammad says, Sallallahu Wasallam, when a person is going to enter the Jannah, when a person is going to enter the Jannah, Allahu Akbar! Imagine that phrase, when we're going to enter the Jannah, Allahu Akbar! And, and then a person is going to say, Ya Allah, I'm so thankful, I'm so grateful that I'm in the Jannah, but I didn't know that I'm going to be so high in the Jannah. And then the answer will come, It is the amount of dua that your children have made for you. Allahu Akbar. Mm -hmm. So in this dua we say, Rabbanaghfir lana, Allah, forgive us. Wali walidina and our parents. Wali jamee il muslimina wal muslimat. Wali jamee. Wali jamee il muslimina wal muslimat. We just need to remember, Wali jamee. The word muslimina and muslimat we know. Rabbanaghfir lana. وَلِجَمِيعِ الْمُسْلِمِينَ وَالْمُسْلِمَاتِ يَا رَبَّ الْعَالَمِينَ The beauty and the importance of this dua is that you are able to tell any person in this world that you meet or your phone or you, you have got a family in Australia or in New Zealand or wherever in the world and you can honest, honestly tell that person my dear cousin my dear uncle, my dear friend, my old school friend. Wallahi, I swear by Allah, I make everyday dua for you. You know how happy a person feels when, when you, you tell a person that you make from everyday dua. And it's the truth. Because your cousin or your nephew or your niece or your uncle or your friend or your neighbor or any person. you isn't. They are all included in that dua. Allahu Akbar. Or when you go for hajj or you go for umrah, you can come back and say, my sister or my brother or my cousin or my neighbor or my friend, ikat fiyo, yaakadag Du'a makini makkah. And that is just simply making that du'a. (laughs) Rabbana gfir lana wa liwalidina wa lijami'il muslimina wal muslimat. Wa lijami'il muslimina wal muslimat. Ya Sahabat so Muslim, every day I'm making du'a. Imagine you say for a person every day. That this is part of the du'a. Rabbana qfir lana wa li wa li jam'i al Muslimina wal Muslimat al Ahiyay al Ahiyay minhum wal wal Amwat al Ahiyay minhum wal Amwat. What means Ahiyay? All those who are still alive and the amwat those who have passed on rabbighfir lana wa liwalidina wa li jami al muslimina wal muslimat al ahya minhum wal amwat al ahya minhum wal amwat so remember these words al ahya minhum wal amwat those still alive and those who have passed on so you can tell a person ekmak elak dagto afi your mother what's going on else that that just increase the love of the Muslimin. So once again, Jamat Muslimin, Rabbanakfirlana, Wali Wali Dinah, Wali Jamee il Muslimina Wal Muslimat. You can add Wal Mu'minina Wal Mu'minat, Al Ahya, Minhum Walamwat, Al Ahhyah, Minhum Walamwat. Al Ahya means those still alive, Al ahya Minhum of them. Of them والاموات إندي اموات برحمتك يا ارحم الراحمين برحمتك يا ارحم الراحمين so once again muslimin this is a very crucial dua that all of us must make every day rabbighfir lana wali liwalidina wali jami wal muslimat wal mu'minina wal mu'minat al minhum wal al Minhum wal amwat bi rahmatika ya arraham rahimin Shabbat Muslimin, we are so proud of you writing down these duas and practicing these duas. I clearly remember, as I've told you, about two months ago, I met a person at the janaza in Habibiya and he came running to me. He said to me, Sheikh, I just want to inform you, many years ago, you taught us a dua on radio to say before we start the salah, Allahumma ja'alni. من الذين في صلاتهم خاشئون Allah جعلني who Allah grant me to be من الذين of those في صلاتهم in this salah they are khashi'un. they make this salah with humility Allah I felt so proud of that listener of the voice of the Kib mm, yes. Aslam
1: yes so we're going to go for our, uh, our news at 12 and uh, then we'll continue after that <laughs> Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM stereo.
0: My radio station, your radio station, our radio station, the
1: Voice of the Cape. Welcome once again to our program. You are on the voice of the Cape 91.3. Our Honourable Guest, uh, that's uh, Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriels. And Alhamdulillah sharing with us uh, du'as and also the importance thereof. I see one of those SMS's that came through asking Sheikh to repeat the last du'a before your Salah. And then also a person saying that Shukran for making us special Just let to know you are just as special To us, me Allah reward you inshallah I mean it says here And then the other message it says What how can one make to improve the memory? So those are the SMSs that we have received thus far um, So is Sheikh uh, the last to uh, Yeah
0: uh, Bismillah rahman rahim uh, Dear listeners, Shukran for sending in uh, these requests and SMS uh, the dua that we have referred to that one of our uh, elderly brothers came to me he says that uh, we 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 he learned from the radio so many so many years ago and since that day that is the complete story since that day he never ever forget to uh, to, to make that dua before he makes salah uh, allahumma jaalni allahumma jaalni min al-ladina fi salatihim khashi'oon. allahumma jaalni من الذين في The meaning is, Oh Allah, make me, grant me to be of those people في who are in this salah They make salah with khushu, with humility, with full consciousness in Allah. And the, and the importance of this dua is that Allah says in Surah al The mu'minun, the believers, they have passed, they are going to Jannah. And the first quality Allah uh, speaks about these believers, Al Ladina hum fi salatihim, ha shi'un. Allerina hum fi salatihim ha Those who are in the salah, they make salah with khushu. So the dua before uh, making salah, Allah ma jaalni min alinah fi salātihim ha shi'un. Allah ma ja'alni minalina fi salati him ha shiun. So for the last time Allahumma ja'alni, oh Allah, make me, grant me, mark for me. Allahumma ja'alni, mina ladina, of those, Pandikhiana, Allahumma ja'alni, mina ladina, fi salatim. Fee means in, in this salah, fi salatim, khashi'oon. They are making salah with khushu, that is a word, khushu. Khushu means humility, with that full devotion to Allah and that consciousness in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala full concentration while they are making salah. Allah Akbar. May Allah grant all of us, inshallah, too. Whenever we make salah, we go into the salah with that frame of mind that we are standing in front of Allah, the greatest, the greatest and the most powerful and the most merciful and the most of everything, Allah Akbar. Dear listeners, before we go into negotiating pathways to a successful marriage, I I just think that I want to remind you that uh, um, Especially in the time that we live in and especially in, in uh, what, I, what is happening so many of break-ins and so many uh, hijack and kidnaps and so many so many evil things so we need we need you know always to appeal to Allah for protection so I just want to remind you that the Nabi Muhammad says whosoever says three times in the morning and three times in the evening Bismillahi lAdhi." With the name of Allah, الَّذِي Ma'asmihi With whose name? Nothing in this world and nothing in the Sama will harm you. If you say it, says Rasulullah three times in the morning and three times in the evening, then nothing in this world will harm you. Allah will protect you. Isn't it important, dua and words? It must be part of our daily uh, you know, a, a, a remembrance and dhikr. بِسْمِ اللَّهِ لَا يَضُرُّ مَعَسْمِهِ شَيْءٌ فِي الْأَرْضِ وَلَا فِي السَّمَاءِ وَهُوَ السَّمِيعُ الْعَلِيمِ And He, Allah, is the all-hearing and the all-knowing. Allah listens to you when you read this dhikr and you are intending and and, 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 and directing to Allah that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala must protect you of anything in this world that should harm you. Allah will protect you and save you, says the Nabi Muhammad ﷺ. So once again, dear listeners and dear mothers and fathers, please don't forget these important adhkar. Bismillahilladhi ladhi la ma ma'asmihi shay'un fil ardi wala fis samaa wa huwa sami'ul alim ladhi la ma ma'asmihi shay'un fil ardi وَلَا فِي السَّمَاءُ وَهُوَ السَّمِيعُ الْعَلِيمُ بِسْمِ اللَّهِ الَّذِي لَا مع اسمه شَيْءٌ فِي الْأَرْضِ وَلَا فِي السَّمَاءُ وَهُوَ السَّمِيعُ الْعَلِيمُ And also in the time that we live in, that people are struggling finance, financially and so many other problems, uh, just remember that the Nabi Muhammad says, مَا al الْإِسْتِغْفَارَ Those who are consistent in asking Allah forgiveness, consistent every day they ask Allah 50 times, 100 times, 150 times, 200 times, Astaghfirullah, Astaghfirullah, O Allah, please forgive me, Ya Allah, forgive me, Astaghfirullah. la min kulli makhraja. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will remove you out of all difficulties. And Allah will remove all your worries and your concerns. And Allah will give you sustenance. Allah will give you a lot of sustenance, rizq. You won't be able to imagine from where it comes. Allahu Akbar. So please, uh, uh, listeners, don't forget to make it part of your daily routine to ask Allah forgiveness in abundance. Astaghfirullah, Astaghfirullah, Astaghfirullah. Dear listeners, now we go to our topic, negotiating pathways to a successful marriage. What's the meaning of negotiating? In other words, work, work out, to work out pathways, to discuss as husband and wife, or discuss it with other people to make sure that your marriage is successful. Or consult, that's all the meaning of negotiating Or bring about pathways Isn't it a beautiful word? To bring about ways and pathways To make sure that your marriage will be successful Allahu Akbar Today we want to start with a very important hadith Of our beloved Nabi Muhammad In working out and negotiating pathways To the greatest uh, uh, to, to, to to the greatest success and that is to 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 go to jannah and then we use it to, to make our our marriage also successful so listen to the hadith and you will understand. So ila rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa ma al fa Allah wa husnul our beloved Nabi Muhammad was asked Ya Rasulullah what will be the reason and the cause that the majority of people will enter Jannah. Ya salam. Isn't that an important question? Ya Rasulullah, what will be the reasons why the majority of people will be in the Jannah? Ya salam. And the Nabi Muhammad answered Taqwa Allah wa Husnul Khuluk. Piety, Taqwa, and Husnul Khuluk, beautiful character. That will be the reason why the majority of people will be in the Jannah because of their piety and because of their beautiful character says the Nabi Muhammad My dear listeners, just think about it. Just close your eyes for a moment and ponder over the hadith of the Nabi Muhammad And then you say to yourself, the reason why, Rasulullah says, the reason why the majority of people will enter Jannah is because of their taqwa, their obedience to Allah, And the beautiful character, Allahu Akbar. So the very same we can say about the beautiful institution of marriage. That the main reasons why marriages will succeed is because of piety, because of the husband and wife being obedient to Allah. And because of their beautiful character, the beautiful character to one another, the beautiful character to the new father and the new, new fathers and new mothers. The, the beautiful character to the new family. Allahu Akbar. Isn't it beautiful when, when two people are getting married and, and they fit in with the other family? Because so many people are not fitting in. Yes, Salam. So many people are not fitting in with other families. You find children... They don't, they, don't, uh, they don't like their mother-in-law and they don't like their father-in-law. They haven't, they haven't, they haven't realized that they should take their, their partner's father, their, their spouse's father and mother as their own, the importance. In fact, I've said it so many times. So I, if you have heard it, it's a reminder again. And if you haven't heard it before, it's a big lesson. And that is one of the secrets of a successful marriage is to really take your mother-in-law and your father-in-law as your own. You treat your mother-in-law as you treat and respect and love your own mother because she happens to be she happens to be your husband's or your mother's mother or father and she happens to be your children's grandmother and grandfather. It's a strong link. Yes, salam. So that is one of the secrets of a, a successful marriage. When you take your mother-in-law and your father-in-law as your own. And part of the deeper meaning of this is, my dear listeners, part of the deeper meaning of taking your mother-in-law or your father-in-law as your own, is the following. And that is, if your own mother says something to you, and you know your mother is wrong. She's offside. She has made the mistake. And because she's your mother, you will just swallow it in. She had my net en slik. And she had nie die opportunity gebrek om vir mama nou lillik in te sê nie. Hoe kan mama nou so iets? Mama ran stupid. You just keep quiet. Mama skelf you uit. Mama sê vir iets verkeerd. Maar jy weet mama verkeerd. No, maar jy slik het maar net in because she's your mother. Out of honor. And, res- and this is the truth. This is us. We, 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 we will just accept it and, and, and swallow it in because it's our mother. She has just made a mistake. She's not one of the ambiya. She's not one of the malaika. My mother is a human being. She sometimes makes a mistake. She's, she's my closest person to my heart. She's my mother. I will never ever say anything ugly to my mother. So the same, you must treat, that's the meaning of taking your mother-in-law as your own if your mother in law makes a mistake then you 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 do exactly the same that my mother in law says made the mistake but i'm just going to leave it there because she's like my own mother allahu akbar that is one of the secrets of marriage of a successful marriage my dear listeners i i i don't shy away of of saying what what i'm what i'm saying when i counsel couples that are about to get married and, and I say to them, this secret. And then I, I make an example. I say to them, for example, my father. If my father had to be a drunkard, and I want to say it clearly, Alhamdulillah, he was not a drunkard. I just want to make a point. My father was such a wonderful person. But I just want to make the point. If my father had to be a drunkard, I wouldn't allow anybody to speak bad about my father. Even as patli, I will stand up for my father. I will defend the honor of my father. Now that is any person outside there. Now what about if my partner in life, my partner in life speaks bad about my father. It's more hurtful. Allahu Akbar. Even if he does something wrong, don't speak bad about my father. I'm saying again, I think this is an important point. I wouldn't allow anybody out there in the public that I don't even know to speak bad about my father. Because it's hurtful. Now what if my own partner, my my wife or my husband speaks bad about my mother and my father? It's very hurtful. So negotiating pathways to a successful marriage is don't even ever speak bad about your mother-in-law or your father-in-law or your brother-in-law or your sister-in-law because that is the nature of human beings. We are all close to our own family. And even if they do something wrong, we don't want to hear the wrong and the bad of my mother and my father. So what does it mean? Coming back to, uh, you know, the hadith of the Nabi A.S. The reason why most of the people will be in the Jannah is because of their piety and their good character. No, no, no. just imagine the husband and wife are both closely connected to Allah. They both observe the laws of Allah. Allahu Akbar. Like the Nabi Muhammad said to Abdullah ibn Abbasin He was still a small boy and Rasulullah said to him, I'm going to teach you valuable words and please remember it and preserve it Protect the laws of Allah then Allah will protect you We say to the husband and the wife You as husband and wife, you protect the laws of Allah Allah will protect you and Allah will protect your marriage protect Allah, protect the laws of Allah you will find Allah right in front of you whenever you are in need of Allah Allahu Akbar and my my dear son, my dear wonderful young man if you want to ask, you ask Allah and if you ask for help, you ask help from Allah now just imagine a husband and wife they are protecting the laws of Allah Allah will protect them and Allah will protect their marriage and when they need something they ask Allah when they are need for help, they ask Allah for help Allahu Akbar Just imagine husband and wife they are both steadfast under Salah and because they are both steadfast under the Salah they will follow the, exa- the instructions of Rasulullah and they will make sure that their children also make Salah In fact, it is a known fact and a known reality that when mommy and daddy make salah in the house, the child is not even two years old. He or she also goes into salah, in sujood. And then the Nabi Muhammad says, at the age of seven, you start to train your child to make salah every day, five times per day. Allahu Akbar. This is working out and bring about a successful marriage. So what Muslim? and just imagine both husband and wife, they display and demonstrate the best of character to one another. So what does this mean? Now I want to come to another part of our topic today, negotiating pathways to a successful marriage. And a very important question that would be: Who is most deserving of your beautiful character? We are speaking about the two things that will make sure that your marriage will be successful. It's taqwa and beautiful character. So the question is, who is most deserving of your beautiful character? And the answer is, those closest to you. Your wife, your mother, your father, your children, your brothers, your sisters. Ya salam. They are most deserving of your beautiful character. It's amazing in today's world that people are willing to be so friendly, with friends and others, but they are so nasty with their own siblings and their own family. You know, there are some brothers and sisters, they can be so nice with other people and their friends, but inside their house with their own siblings, they are so nasty. It is so strange when someone uh, at work, one of the ladies at work, makes a mistake, and then we ask, then we say, uh, "Ah shame, don't worry, it is quite fine. I know you couldn't help. But if the wife or one of the children at home that make, makes a mistake, then we say, you're oh, stupid. Are you clumsy? What did you know we All the most ugliest of words. Or even worse, dear listeners. When mum or dad makes a mistake. But the same person at work a lady that's something wrong, ah shame, don't worry, I'll pick it up, I'll pick up the glasses, don't worry. I know you couldn't help. Say Ay, your Pa make a mistake or say his my own mother makes a mistake. Can daddy, daddy you not know it, what was mean? So allow me to repeat the important question: Who is most deserving of your beautiful character? And because of our topic in the context of our topic, negotiating paths with successful marriage, I am going to answer you. With the words of Rasulullah, the greatest leader ever, our beloved Nabi Muhammad. So the question is, who is most deserving of your beautiful character? Rasulullah says, And the best amongst you are those who are the best to the woman that you are married to, says Rasulullah, the greatest leader. In the first part of the hadith, Nabi Muhammad says, The most complete believers. In Iman are those with the best of character. My dear listeners, it is worthwhile for us whenever we meet to discuss and speak about beautiful character. Because this is what life is all about. Beautiful character. That is what, what's going to count for you the day of Qiyamah. Beautiful character. In fact, the Nabi Muhammad says, min Nothing will weigh more heavily on your scale the day of Qiyamah, then your beautiful character. Your beautiful character will weigh more than your Salah, your Zakah, your fasting. It doesn't mean that you mustn't make Salah, Astaghfirullah. How can we think that way? But it's going to, it's so so great in the eyes of Allah, it's going to weigh more heavily. The Salah is the key to the Jannah. It's the pillar of the Deen. But Rasulullah says, li makarim al-akhlaq." <laughs> the actual reason the real reason why Allah has sent me to you as the Prophet of Allah is to complete the best of character, is to teach you the best of character. So, when we speak about character, we can speak about it every day. And I think that that is one of the changes that our community should bring about. Instead of discussing every time Manchester United and Arsenal and Liverpool and Stormers and this and this and that, we need to speak about beautiful character. Because that is the reason why Allah sent the Nabi Muhammad In fact, the Nabi Muhammad says, أَقْرَبُ النَّاسِ إِلَيَّ يَوْمِ الْقِيَامَةِ أَحْسَنُ Ya jamaat muslims, these ahadiths are so beautiful. Are so beautiful. Just imagine we teach it to ourselves and to our children. Rasulullah says, the people closest to me, closest to me, in the Jannah, Rasulullah is going to be in the highest rank. The people closest to me are those people who had the best of character. Not the people with the most money, the most motor cars, the most properties, the most beautiful hair or dimples or whatever. No, the people with the best of character, says the Nabi Muhammad. On
1: that note, we have to go for our ad break and we come back with more from our beloved shaykh. My radio station, your radio station, our radio station, 91.3 FM and 95.8 FM stereo. Looking at your SMS's, uh, one person saying that uh, is it possible to have the duas on paper, we could contribute towards the cost, we will pick it up and shukran to Shukran for the best Sheikh, and to the radio station. Uh, yes, just to get something out of the bag, there it's something like that is in the pipeline. So sheikh will be uh, they working on that, eh, sheikh yeah. something the yes, printers sure. and, and all that. So, inshallah, in the very very near future, we could see a publication of that kind uh, that sheikh will be publishing inshallah, and with the help and assistance of of the uh, of the print media, obviously, to make something like that possible. So yes, that will be very shortly. Um... Just uh, keep to your frequency and inshallah we will let you know about the availability thereof uh, or as to when it will be available inshallah. So do stay tuned.
0: Shukran Mullah. Dear listeners, uh, we are still busy with that question. Who is most deserving of your beautiful character? And I said that the answer, part of the answer is in the hadith of the Nabi Muhammad And the best amongst you referring to the husbands are those who are the best to the woman that you are married to. So what means, the, the words of Rasulullah are described as jawami'ul kalim. Jawami'ul kalim means uh, it's few words but volumes of meaning. Allahu Akbar. And part of the meaning is that when, when, we, when you are a person of beautiful character, please display that beautiful character to your wife. Please display that beautiful character to your wife, says Rasulullah. And also part of the meaning is, what is the use of you having beautiful character with people outside the house? The people at work, they know you as a person. MashaAllah, they manage a character. It's got beautiful character. Right? The neighbors all know you as a person of beautiful character. The people at the masjid know you, Asha character, But inside the house, You've got the ugliest character with your wife. It doesn't make sense. That is why the Nabi Muhammad, is the greatest leader. He, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, He took the lead. And he always said the best of words, And the most appropriate of words. The hadith is not the best of mu'mineen are those who are the best in character. It doesn't stop there. And Nabi Allah said, My, "Reminded us because so many men they take their wives for granted." I don't know for what reason they think that. Astaghfirullah, yes, salam. So Alhamdulillah, Allah has given us this media. Of the radio to remind one another. And Allah says, وَذَكِّرَ mu'minin Remind one another. Because reminders are a benefit for the believers. So any person, any husband, that that is currently, uh, have got beautiful character with his wife, Alhamdulillah, he is reminded. And he will continue with a beautiful character. And if some of the brothers are listening to us, and he has slipped the reason why I say he slipped because at the beginning it was mashaAllah, my darling, my sweetheart, and even next it and whatever the case may be is lovey and and he slipped. And now we remind you that this is your wife. And these are the words of Rasulullah. And I we can give you even the words of Allah waashi bil And live in the most beautiful fashion with your wife, says Allah. Ma'roof is a word that encompasses and includes everything that is beautiful. Beautiful words, doing something for your wife. coming out of your way for your wife. Making a cup of tea. <laughs> Even if it's once a week. I say all the three months. That our friends make for us every day breakfast, lunch and supper. Isn't it wise that Saturday morning or Sunday morning, say darling, Lay Jima and you kwee echat fiyo bung breakfast in bed. Ya yeah, salam. Mm-hmm. And you bring your tray with your coffee and your smaw because as all that Osas man can do. Aya <laughs> <smor>. <laughs> and then a rui really ruisi something and you display it to her, mashallah, my darling. This is just out of appreciation. And if you do it, the world will change. The Nabi Ali was always in the service of his wives. In the hadith of the Nabi Muhammad, we said recorded by the Sahaba. He was in the service of his wives. Yes, salam. Now just imagine, dat ons zien, ons vrouw is bijbissig, en jy is met een beetje skoon gemaakt word, en jy trek een baadje uit, of jy trek een top uit, en trek overal aan, en sê met daling, wacht, moet nie waarin jy nie, jy gaan jy is een beetje skoon maak verdag. Do you know what, Muslimien? Alhamdulillah, we can proudly say, that this is the way, our mothers and our fathers raised us. Oor is het kansen kreeg, om boren te vast, ons kinders gewisseld, the in you you and and as you say mama you you the you off, you off, you worry, you worry so in a beautiful way, you it, you have to go you have to go off, you Salam so that is how my mother raised us so one day when you are going to be a man and a husband That you can do something in your house. Allahu Akbar. Um, So the best of you are those who are are the best to the women that you are married to. We can also learn as part of the volumes of meaning of this hadith of the Nabi Muhammad that the best children are those children who are the best to their mothers and their fathers. We can also learn from this hadith that the best of parents are those parents who are the best to, to their children and to their grandchildren. You know, I fondly remember when I attended a workshop in Jiddah in Saudi Arabia, and, 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 and the convener of the workshop, he, he said to us he's from Alexandria, Egypt. He said he went to London for further studies. And I just love to share this with my, with my dear brothers and sisters. He says, when he arrived in London, they ask him, what are, we coming, what are you coming to do here in London? He says, I'm coming to learn further because I want to be the best father in the world. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. I want to be the best father in the world. My dear listeners, please, I'm saying this, this with feeling. And may Allah grant it goes to your heart. So you're listening to me. Inshallah, make intention that you want to be the best mother in the world or the best father in the world, or the best uncle in the world, or the best grandfather or grandmother in the world. We're not going to live for long. So make use of the time to be the best. In fact, Allah says in Quran, الَّذِي خَلَقَ الْمَوْتَ لِيَبْلُوَكُمْ أَيُّكُمْ أَحْسَنُ The reason why Allah has created you, to teach you who of your king to be the best. That is the reason why we are here. So we can learn also from the hadith, that the best of friends... The best of friends friend is the very best of the friend of head, Allahu Akbar. The best of neighbors are those who are the best to the neighbors, to these neighbors, Muslim or non-Muslim neighbors. Allahu Akbar. This this morning after Fajr, I, I, I said that um, we, have, we have really neglected the advice of Rasulullah. The Nabi Muhammad said to us, if you make food, add water to the food, so that you can mirror this. You send to the neighbours, says the Nabi Muhammad Rasulullah has indicated to us, whenever you're going to buy anything, whatever you're going to give it to the neighbours. Allahu Akbar. And likewise, we want to say, and the best of wives, the best of influence, are those women who are the best to their husbands. In today's world, women are discouraged to be good to their husbands. Don't listen to today's world and today's media and mainstream media and propaganda and the films and the soapies and so many other things. Take the information from the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. The Nabi alayhi sallam say, إِذَا If a woman passes on before her husband, and her husband is highly satisfied with her, then she will enter the Jannah, says the Nabi Muhammad. When is the husband going to be highly satisfied with her? Because she gave him such a beautiful life. She honored him. She respected him. She loved him. She took her heart out for him. She overlooked his mistakes. She was a good woman. She was a Salih. She was the half of his Iman. She was the half of his Iman. She raised these children, Allahu Akbar, and is so satisfied. She will enter the Jannah, says the Nabi Muhammad. So on free the Nabi Muhammad said, the best man is the months where the best is full of Likewise, likewise, it's no different. The best women in the world, by Allah, are those women who are the best to their husbands. Ya yeah, salam. My dear ones, um, this will before I'm going further, I'm, I'm going to give you over to our honourable Molan and Molan Aslam.
1: Yes Sheikh. Sure. we just need to go for our ads very really quickly and we come back uh, with our program.. <coughs> 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 Our topic, uh, that is negotiating pathways to a successful marriage. That's the theme uh, for our program. And uh, as per usual, our guest, that's Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriel, is sharing with us the advice for today. Remember, you can also go to IONO, and uh, that's where you can receive uh, this uh, program. And I think that will be taking place during the course of the week, inshallah, when you can download this program for uh, whoever you perhaps want to save a copy of it, uh, you want to send it to someone Uh, You can also purchase it here from The Voice of the Cape. You can come into the studios, and uh, that's where you can get a copy of it as well. And obviously there will be a small, just a nominal cost, not much, just to cover our costs here as well. So you're most welcome to do that uh, during the course of the week as well, as soon as they have um, our technical guys have seen to the uh, recording thereof. So we'll continue once again. And our guest once again, uh, that's Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriels, and we'll be with you up until 12.56, inshallah. Shukran Bismillah
0: rahman Dear listeners, um, just to conclude our point uh, uh, as we uh, uh, went away for, for the advertisement: uh, The best of friends are those who are the best to their friends. There's a beautiful hadith of the Nabi Muhammad. ﷺ. If two people love one another, two Muslims love one another, friends, they love one another. The one closest to Allah. The one best in the eyes of Allah is the one that goes out more for his friend and loves his friend more. Allahu Akbar. Now, you must allow me to say, Jama'at Bismillah, that I've uh, already said it publicly, that my wife, my wife, she is closer to Allah than me because she loves me more. She loves me more than I love her. Why do I say that? I say that, and this is a very important point, the love is not about just hugging and kissing. Love is about doing that extra things for your partner. Now my wife does more extra things for me than what I do for her. That is why I would say and would admit that she is closer to Allah in our relationship. Ya yeah, salam. Look, uh, I'm I'm based this on the hadith of the Nabi Muhammad. The Nabi Muhammad says if two people love one another. The one is closer to Allah than the other one because of of his input in this friendship. Now we are talking about negotiating pathways to a successful marriage. And I'm saying again that love is not only about how how many kisses and how many hugs you give to your wife. And how loving can you be. That is part of it. But it's not all of it. But true love is how much are you prepared to do for your partner? That extra little things that you do for your partner. You understand? You sit with your wife, and, and you uh, there's two sandwiches. Your wife says to you, No, no, take this one. This one is as liquor, as mirror, flesh open, so it's somebody She would prefer a partner above herself. Allahu Akbar. Allah records that quality of the Sahaba and the people of Medina, they would prefer others above themselves. Even if they only have enough for themselves, they will still give it to others. Ya Salam. And, 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 and wallahi, we can proudly say that our wives, they've got these qualities, inshallah. May Allah grant all of us the best, the best of qualities and the best of character. Amen. The best of character, inshaAllah. Jamaat bismin, our second point today of how we work out and bring about And negotiate pathways to a successful marriage is to appreciate one another. To appreciate one another. I'm saying again, the way we work out and bring about and negotiate pathways to a successful marriage is the husband must appreciate his wife and the wife should appreciate her husband. Because appreciation brings about true love. Let let me repeat that important statement. Appreciation brings about true love. Look for example. Look for example at our relationship with Allah. Yeah, salam, Allah. What an important phrase. Our relationship with Allah. (laughs) This is what this life is all about. Our relationship with Allah. And out of this relationship with Allah, When do we truly love Allah? When do we truly love Allah? And the answer is when we are able to recognize and appreciate the favors and the bounties of Allah. When we are able to recognize and appreciate the bounties and the favors of Allah. So when you realize that Allah you have made dua, you have made dua for a certain thing and Allah has given it to you yeah, you are so thankful, and your love increased for Allah. Yes, yeah, Salam. And and that's why Jamaatul muslim uh, uh, Why is it that our beloved Nabi Ali said to Islam, and all the prophets of Allah are the most beloved to Allah? You know why? Because of the gratefulness to Allah, because of the thankfulness to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. Imagine the Nabi Ali said just to give an example. The Nabi Ali said to Islam was once outside Medina in the open field. And with Rasulullah was Sayyidina Abdurrahman Ibn Auf and he noticed that Rasulullah went into sujood and the Nabi Muhammad lengthened the sujood until Sayyidina Abdurrahman Ibn Auf was worried and he started to cry, he said that Allah has taken the Nabi Muhammad away because the Nabi Muhammad had so many sujood made you don't see any movement, any movement. Quiet. And he thought there was no movement. Most probably Rasulullah has passed on. And he started to cry. And he came closer to Rasulullah. And he said, like, as he came closer to Rasulullah, Nabi Muhammad lifted his head of, of sujood. And the Nabi Muhammad saw the, the, the tears in the eyes of Abdurrahman ibn Auf. And the Nabi, the Nabi said, Ma ya Abdurrahman? What is wrong? And he explained to Rasulullah why he was crying. And he thought that Rasulullah has is, Allah is taken away. And the Nabi Muhammad said, Ya yeah, Abdul Rahman, Jibareel alayhi salam just, uh, just came to me a, a, a while ago and he said to me that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says whosoever puts salah and salaam on you, Ya Rasulullah, Allah will put salah and salaam on that person. And out of gratefulness for Allah, for my ummah, I went into sujood. Allahu Akbar. Shabbat al mean Imagine Allah says in the Quran, آلَ Oh, the family of Dawood, Nabi Dawood, continue with your thankfulness to Allah. Yes, yeah, why Why did Allah reveal this ayah? Nabi Dawood, salam, out of his gratefulness to Allah for the favours and bounties of Allah, he, he arranged his family for the whole 24 hours every day. There was... Someone of the family of Nabi Dawood that was in ibadah and in sujood for Allah out of gratefulness for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ya Asalam. And then Allah says after that, وَقَلِيلٌ مِّنْ إِبَادِيَ shakur, And there are only few of my servants that are really grateful and thankful to Allah. Jamaat Muslimin, may Allah grant all of us that we are always so gratefulness and thankfulness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Look at the son of Nabi Dawood, Nabi Suleiman. When he, when he requested that the throne, the throne of Queen of Sheba, Bilqis, that is be brought to him, and it is thousands and thousands of miles away, one of the jinn said that you will be able to get it after, after Sulaiman is finished with his meeting. Waqala and one of the people that knew the name of Allah of the 99 names. He said that I will get it for you in the twinkling of an eye. If you close your eye and open it, you will see it right in front. And when Nabi Dawd mouth when Nabi Sulaiman opened his eyes and he saw the throne in front, what did he say? These are this is of the favors of my creator Allah. To test me, Am I going to be grateful to Allah or am I going to be ungrateful to Allah? Do you know what this means? We say again, when we recognize and experience and appreciate the bounties and favors of Allah, our love will increase for Allah. And likewise, our love for love, our beloved Nabi Muhammad also increases when we learn more about our beloved Nabi Muhammad Imagine you hear that the Nabi Muhammad used to stand up in the middle of the night and stand for three hours, four hours, and the Nabi Muhammad used to cry for this Ummah, for me and for you. If you listen to this, you will appreciate Rasulullah and you will love Rasulullah more. Sayyidina Aisha Anha says that one night she woke up in the middle of the night and it was pitch dark. And she didn't have the luxury that we have today. You can just put on a switch and the light goes on. And she was searching for Rasulullah and searching around in the room. And she, while she was searching, she felt a stream of water. A stream of water. My dear listeners, it was not a stream of water. It was a stream of tears coming from Rasulullah. Crying for this Ummah. So when you hear this, your love increased for Rasulullah out of appreciation. Ya salam. Just imagine, the Nabi alayhi said to Islam, we have, been, we have been informed that Allah has given each Prophet a special request they can ask Allah and Allah will give it to them and each and every prophet of Allah they have requested Allah except for our beloved Nabi Muhammad Rasulullah is requested to delay it until the day of Qiyamah to ask shafa'a for the Ummah of the Nabi Muhammad Ya yes, Salam! And you know who will be the first people in line to get a shafa'a for Rasulullah are those Muslim who were the most consistent In putting salawat in the Nabi Muhammad SAW. And Abu Huraira said, Abu Huraira asked Rasulullah, Ya Rasulullah, who's going to be the most fortunate and the most happiest people with your shafa'ah, your intercession to go to Jannah for us? Who's going to be the happiest and the most fortunate? And the Nabi Muhammad said to him first, Abu Huraira, I knew that you will be the person that asked me because of your eagerness to learn from me. The the, the most happiest and fortunate people of with my Shafad Dave qiyamah are those people who sincerely said La ilaha illallah. And you know what's the meaning of Rasulullah explained afterwards what's the meaning of sincerely. They lived according to La ilaha illallah. They lived according to La ilaha illallah. So what, so what, what I want to say is likewise as partners in life, as husband and wife, our love will increase for one another when we recognize and appreciate you know the, the, the good things and the favors we do do for one another we recognize and we appreciate and we remember the good things that we did for one another like the nabi muhammad says in a very important hadith la yafruku mu'minun mu'minatan a, a muslim a muslim man a, a muslim man a husband he don't hate his wife. He don't hate his wife. He don't dislike his wife. Isn't these beautiful words and guidance? The Nabi Muhammad says, if he dislikes something from his wife, he looks at these so many other hundreds and thousands good things that she has done for you in his life and that will outweigh the one or two mistakes that his wife has done. So he don't. a Muslim man doesn't hate and dislike his wife for doing one mistake or two mistakes or five mistakes or ten mistakes. But he looks at the hundreds and hundreds of other good things that she has done for him. She has brought his children in this world. She has done his washing and cooking and so many other things. Yeah, as-salam. So, Mullah Aslam, I give over to you.
1: Sheikh mm. Yes, it seemed that like, uh, she just got Got into the, into the yeah. heating up, warming up now mm-hmm. and unfortunately we have to end our program at this time but we do appreciate your SMS's as well and uh, thoroughly inspiring talk that she has shared once again with us and we're truly grateful for that. The time just flied, unbelievable. Um, looking at your SMS uh, saying, Sheikh, you're a real man and sure your wife must be, must uh, tears must be rolling now uh, for the beautiful message that she has shared with us. And another one says, salam Sheikh, you really make me cry, everything you say about husband with good character, that was my husband, I lost him recently, I'm slender Allah <laughs> grant him jannah um, inshallah um, um, um. And uh, yeah, those are some of the SMSs. Uh, we share all your SMSs with Sheikh, so, so don't worry about that. You make sure that Sheikh receive those SMSs. Shukran once again, for for being here. May Allah grant Sheikh long life and good health, inshallah, to continue with the excellent work Sheikh's doing in our communities, as well as abroad, we could say, comfortably. Shukran um, Faldifan with us, our technician for this afternoon. We have to conclude with our program. Have a lovely afternoon with your family and with your loved ones until we speak and meet once again. Uh, see you at the Festival next week, Uh, yes, it will be the festival Uh, that's at Fekis Kral 7th to the 10th of May. So we see you there, inshallah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. My radio station, your radio station, our radio station, 91.3 FM and 95.8 FM stereo.